All right. So thanks for jumping on here, mate. I'm here with Sean Whalen, who is the author of Make Shit Happen. He's got his podcast, which is called uh, The Revolution Podcast and uh, the creator of Lions Not Sheep. And uh, Sean himself is a single dad. And um, yeah, awesome, awesome to have you on. Thanks, bro. So uh, maybe we'll just start off by you kind of going through your, your situation, like how many kids have you got, you know, partners, where, where's it all at? Uh, I've got uh, three kids. I live in Utah. I've got uh, four horses, three dogs, a big house that has an amazing view. I've got a Harley Davidson toys. I work my ass off. I enjoy it. I love it. Um, I, I have hundreds of clients around the world uh, inside of Lions Not Sheep. And I'm really, really, really enjoying my life, man. I really am. That's beautiful. That's awesome to hear. And um, like how long ago did the, the breakup happen? Uh, the breakup, well, I mean, my divorce was seven years ago. Uh, and I, I um, have a phenomenal relationship with my ex-wife and uh, shared some stuff on social media. I'm not sure how much you, you've shared or, or will put in the notes of here, but uh, shared some stuff about my divorce that went viral and, and um, we're almost 900 million views later of my videos. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I've been just been really candid about my life. I opened my life up, started telling the truth versus trying to impress people, which is, uh, which was a big shift for me. I was really successful at a young age and um, thought I had it all, lived the life of success that I was told success looked like, was fucking miserable, and uh, finally started just sharing my own story and found that people resonated with it. And it was dark and it was messy and it was real. Um, so it's, it's been a fun journey, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's, um, you know, I guess I've had kind of similar things, you know, the, the kind of the rawest things that I've opened up about um, on social media or anything has, has caused the most kind of engagement and the most kind of connection, um, which, you know, it's not, not surprising because we all have these kind of, we all have this shit going on, you know, it's yeah. just the, the ones who, who want to actually talk about it. Um, so what was kind of one of the, maybe the biggest struggles, I guess, for you when you, when you went through your divorce and where it all landed, what was one of the biggest things you struggled with? Um, me, I struggled with me, you know, I mean, we look, we've been programmed and, and I know that we don't have a ton of time. Maybe we can revisit this again, but we've been programmed since we were little kids to lie. And I don't care where on the planet you are. It's just how we were raised by our parents, by our schools, like sit down, quiet down, slow down. Don't say anything that's going to offend anybody else. And so here we are as little kids in elementary school being taught that. And then we get to middle school and then high school. It's the same thing. I mean, I have to go to the bathroom teacher and we have to ask for this shit. And then we're told in high school what life is supposed to look like, what success is supposed to look like. You know, you go to college, you get a degree, you get a good job, you find a hot chick, you get married, you have a couple of kids. Maybe if you're lucky enough, you'll earn enough money to, to go from minivan status to like SUV status or something like that. You know, and, and, and I did all that and I had a ton of success, a ton of money, uh, but I was fucking miserable and I burned my whole world to the ground and, and really it was... You know, everybody asked me, how you doing? I'm, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And finally, it got to the point where I'm like, no, I'm not fucking good. I'm not. And I put a gun in my mouth and I almost blew my brains out one night. And I've shared that with people. And, you know, I went from being the, the 30 under 30 award recipient and having literally 
170 employees and making $20 million a year to living in a shitty little two bedroom condo um, and almost ending my life. And so it was the, the, the hardest struggle for me was going from here. I was this successful guy to what was really inside, which was confusion, which was frustration, which was aloneness, which was fear, anger, dude, I was so fucking angry, but I didn't know what I was angry at. I was angry at my partners. I was angry at her. I was angry at God. I was angry at my kids. I was angry at fucking everything, you know, and, and the anger didn't serve me. And so, you know, I, I, I sought help. I put a gun in my mouth one night and then I ended up realizing the next day, luckily, you know, I didn't pull the trigger and, and I reached out for help, which I think is really one of the hardest things men have to do uh, is to say, Hey, I don't have every answer. Cause we're programmed to just beat our chest and I'm an alpha male, right? All these alpha fucking alphas are, the biggest pussies out there, you know, cause it's not about beating your chest. It's about like being real with who the fuck you are. Masculine and feminine inside of all of us. But all we as men do is just beat our chest and fuck our way to happiness. And it doesn't work like that. So I started sharing this stuff online and telling people, I don't have every answer. I am afraid. I'm scared. I'm fucking suicidal. I'm depressed, you know, and, and people were shocked by that. Cause here I was this guy who had it all and I think what's really fascinating about the entire journey is it resonated with people and more and more and more men started reaching out saying, bro, I feel it. I'm, I'm there too. And then women started reaching out saying I am too. And it just became this like journey for me to, to just start opening up all these doors that I had shut because I was told to shut them uh, as a little kid. And, and the more I opened up my doors, the more I shared my stuff, the better I felt. And so the, the, the benefit was that I built this massive global tribe of people and I've built a, a coaching and consulting company that reaches literally across the world. But the benefit for me was that I felt better. You know, the more I shared my darkness, the more I shared my shit, the better I felt. And I talk about kind of unloading these rocks from the backpack. We're carrying around this backpack and it's all these lies and all of this scarcity and all this bullshit that we, we're trying to run and sprint and earn more and be more, but yet we're schlepping around this massive bag of rocks. And I'm like, well, fuck all that. So I just started pulling all the rocks out and the rocks were dirty. They were dirty, man. They were scary. They were dark. I, I got made fun of a ton mocking, you know, like, like just crazy shit. But at the end of the day, I felt better. And my goal was to feel better. And I knew the better I felt, the better dad I was. The better I felt, the more money I could make. You can't build a fucking empire being angry. You can't be a good dad. You can't find a new woman after a divorce being an angry fuck. And, you know, the more I did me, the better I felt. And uh, it's hard to do, though, man. Telling the truth is, is one of the single hardest things that people will do. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think it's a, it's a really important thing, you know, because you go through the breakup with the mother of your kids and this is like – it. it it, you go through this this transition and it's like you're kind of forced to face all of the things that you were maybe otherwise overlooking and it's kind of like it's a it's a moment of ripping that band-aid off and being being with the darkness you know being yeah. with yourself and like spending time there and it, look it's fucking scary you know i've been there and it sounds like you've obviously been there as well and it's it's a process and until you can get honest with the darkness and get real with the shit nothing's going to change, you know? Um, so I guess for you, like, you know, I saw a post that you put up there um, about, you know, having maybe disagreements and stuff like that with the, with the mother of your kids and um, how, you know, being proactive or being happy or being non-conflicting is like a choice. 
Um, so maybe just talk us through through that. You know, for guys who are, you know, they've, their mother of their kids is just arguing, being difficult. What's uh, what would you have to say there? Look, man, it's really simple, and and it's it's simple, but yet it's the hardest thing for guys to do because we're prideful. We're alphas, right? We're we're never wrong. We're always right. Fuck you. Fuck the world. That's just how we were programmed, and that's what most guys think. You know, we show up at the bar, go out with our friends, and you got to beat our chest. And how you doing? I'm good. I'm, it's just it's all fucking bullshit. But when you really stop and think about it, break it down to the simplest equation, right? Like the simplest reality. If you're driving down the road and some asshole cuts you off, right? And he says, hey, fuck you. And he's flipping you the bird and he fucking throws a milkshake on your car or whatever, whatever. You have a choice, right? You have a choice of whether to, to, to scream back, to do whatever, whatever, you know, and take it to the furthest level of escalation. You pull over and you jump out of the car and you go beat the guy's ass. No one made you do that. No one made you do that. And this is the same thing in relationships. Like no one made you send that nasty text. No one made you call her a bitch. No one made you be mad. That guy might have been, he might be a dick. He might be a total fucking asshole. He might be driving like a total freaking piece of shit. But no one made you get out of the car. And once I got this, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I realized like, if she says, hey, you're a bad guy, that's the same thing as somebody throwing a milkshake in my car, right? She might be completely fucking wrong. She might be angry. But what I do with that is my choice. Yeah, but Sean, she said I was a dick. Yeah, but Sean, she said I was a bad dad. It doesn't fucking matter, bro. Now, this is where 99.9% .9 of guys start firing back and they give every excuse under the sun. Well, she did this and she did this. Look, I got accused of domestic violence. Right. She and I got into a, a freaking argument one night. I went home a week later. I'm getting served papers from a constable saying that I beat her up. She accused me of beating her up like it got fucking dark, man. It got really bad. She ended up lying. We went to court. She acknowledged that she was going to go to jail for perjury. And so she retracted everything. And you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like when you really stop and think about it, like no matter what your woman says to you, how you respond, what you do with that is 100 percent up to you. No matter, how, no matter how shitty these drivers are on this road, if I pull over and shoot them, if I pull over and bust them in the face, if I flip them back off, if I say, fuck you, that was 100% my choice. No matter what they did, no matter what they said. And it's the same thing in our relationships. And dude, this, this changed my world. This changed my life. As I, as I had a, a friend basically say to me, like, there's always an excuse. And so I stopped saying the word but. And, you know, I use the word but, but I stopped in the, in the context of my relationship. You know, I was a dick, but it was because she did. I said this that was mean and nasty and hateful and spiteful, but it was because she did this. I just stopped saying the word but. I said, yeah, I was an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, I said dumb shit. And, and, and inside of me, it's like, I want to fucking go off and I want to rage, but I give all my power away. I lose everything. I have no power. I lose, I, that asshole driver took all of my power, all of my energy, all of everything. If I do that, then I lose everything. And, and dude, it's one of the hardest lessons, I think, for a man to learn because we're, we're programmed to fight. We're programmed to destroy. We're programmed to fuck. We're programmed to just always be right. And it do, it's not an issue of right or wrong. It's an issue of power. I want power. I want the most power possible. And if I blame my current reality, my current situation, whether that's fighting a guy on the side of the road or being angry at her, if I blame 
where I am and what I'm doing on another human being, dude, I'm, I, I, got, I got no more power than this fucking pen. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and, and that was really the biggest thing for me after the divorce was realizing that she did a lot of dumb shit. She accused me of a lot of fucking lies. She spread a lot of rumors. She did a lot of fucking nasty stuff. And it wasn't until I got to the point where I'm like, none of that fucking matters to me. None of that affects me. Like, that's when my whole world started changing, man. That's why, like, I literally, like, you can cut me off. You can throw a milkshake in my car. Like, if I jump out and beat your ass, that's 100% my choice. And this is where a lot of guys in current relationships and exes, they go wrong. Is they, and, and, and women do the exact same thing. Men and women do the exact same thing. And I see it. And you see it over and over and over. I'm here, but it's because she did this. Or he doesn't pay me, and so I'm here. And it's always somebody else's fault. Instead of stopping and saying, well, shit, I lashed out and said something dumb because I'm really an asshole. <laughs> like, that's a fucking powerful statement. That's, that's the very first post that went viral for me after my divorce. As I sat down on my bed after literally, you know, we had to pick up and drop off our kids at a police station for six months. That's how dark my divorce was. The very first time I, I went to her house to pick my kids up, which was monumental in and of itself. And she got remarried to a guy who was guy who I would have major issues with and conflict with the whole time, you know, and she ended up having a baby with the guy and my kids say, come in. And long story short, I end up going into her house, holding this baby, taking a selfie. And that's the first post that went viral. And I sat on the side of my bed and I finally told the truth. I said, yeah, I was an asshole. I said a lot of really dumb, hateful, spiteful shit. None of you will have any idea how meaningful it is to sit in her living room here right now but I did a lot of dumb shit. And that was liberating for me because there were tons of people that came on and said, oh yeah, I heard you did this. And I had, and, da, 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 and they all wanted to shoot, right? That's what most people do because they're fucking hurting too. But it was liberating for me to finally acknowledge like I had the power and I got it back. I, I stopped giving it to people. And that's just how I run my business. And you know, if you're fat, nobody made you eat the cheeseburgers. You can't be mad at McDonald's. You chose to eat fucking cheeseburgers. If you fucking lash out at her, that was your choice. She didn't make you do it. You didn't, nobody made you jump out and beat that guy's ass on the side of the road. He said dumb shit. He threw a milkshake at your car, but you chose to get out. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and yeah, you know, it's a very, it is like you say, it's a totally liberating thing to be able to say, do you know what? I'm in control of this ship and I'll make my choices and I, and I'll live with them, you know? Um, yeah, it really, sometimes it just gets to the point where you listen to this stuff and it's like, it literally sounds like my twin daughters who fight over pens or that, you know, it's like, well, she did this, she did that. And it's just like, when does it stop? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess just wrapping up here, what are kind of um, maybe a couple of, couple of take-home points for some single dads out there that you'd like to hit home with? Um, you know, it... Dude, divorce is hard, man. Uh, I get it. I went through a really nasty divorce and I talk to guys all the time and I coach, you know, hundreds of people around the world and have, you know, with lions, not sheep, my programs and the whole thing. Um, and and it's, it's always the same story. It's always the same thing. Like we think we're an island. We think, oh, you don't understand how bad my divorce is. Then you hear the next guy and he's got crazy shit. And you stop and realize like, you're not an island, man. Like, you, you know, you can walk around all day long lying, saying, oh, I'm good, or oh, da, 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 and acting like a victim. You know, but the, 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 the truth of the matter is, I've got three kids. And, and if you're a single dad, I mean, if you, if you ended up 
getting divorced and you got no kids, fucking hallelujah. Just move on, go do your thing, go start another family. But when you have kids, like kids are smart, man. Kids are really, really, really smart. They're very in tune with energy and they're very in tune with, you know, um, mom and dad. And, and, and I did, I hear a lot of, I hear a lot of guys say, Oh, well, I do this for my kids or I do this for them or whatever else. Bullshit, man. You gotta, you gotta get your mind right for you. You know, if the plane is crashing, you have to put your mask on first. That's the first thing they tell you. Why? Because you're in this fucking metal torpedo that if everybody dies, then the plane crashes and everybody's fucking dead. So if you can be the guy who actually has his own mask on, then you can build something. Then you can help other people. And, and what I'm seeing more and more and more of is dudes are just angry. They're blaming everybody for everything. And I think there's a lot of power in stopping and seeing the, the reality that kids are going to learn. Mm. They're going to see how you are. And, and if you can pretend to be the good dad and take them to the park and do the shit, but at the end of the day, your anger, your inability to like really resolve stuff with mom is going to lay the foundation for them being confused and angry too. But dude, there's so much power in liberation and looking at my ex-wife now and knowing that she did a lot of dumb stuff and said a lot of dumb stuff. And none of that has anything to do with me today. It has nothing to do with my business. It has nothing to do with my fitness. It has nothing to do with my fucking Harley Davidson. It has nothing to do with anything. And like, that's like the most liberating, powerful thing. And there's a, I don't know how many guys you can be listening to this right now. And I don't give a fuck about your story. Your story doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if she fucked the whole hockey team right in front of you. It doesn't matter what she did, how bad she did it. It doesn't matter if she's a junkie. It doesn't fucking matter. You hold the cards. And when you act, you know, like a child and you give all those cards and all that power away, you can't be there for your kids. You can't fucking be there for yourself. Mm. And so, you know, in parting and closing, I, I think some books, and, and this is for married people too. I mean, I see this across the board, but a human being taking control of themselves, taking control of their mind, taking control of who they are, what they are, what they say, and realizing that they are the source of creation, they're the source of power, they're the source of, source of money. Dude, it's the most fucking powerful place to be when you realize nobody can touch you. Nobody fucks with you. Like you are your own being. You are your own God. You are your own source of happiness, frustration, the whole thing. Dude, it's, it's, I'm such good friends with my ex right now, and, and I built that. I will tell you single-handedly, I built that. It's one of the hardest things I ever did because I did, like, I, I wanted her to die, man. I, I literally would like, please, God, let her get hit by a bus. Like, that's how bad I was. But that was all me. That was my anger, you know? And so now, now look at her and to still have all those real experiences where she said dumb shit and did dumb, dumb shit. And now I get to smile and now I get to build a relationship and a friendship. I've never seen my kids as happy as they are. I'm, my business is blowing up. I'm in great shape. My, um, I have a phenomenal relationship with her. And I'll just tell you single-handedly, I built that. And it was one of the hardest things that I ever did, but I took ownership and accountability from me. And that's hard for men to do, but it's the most powerful, profitable, liberating thing that you could do. Yeah, so true. Awesome, mate. Love it. Um, beautiful. So thanks for jumping on here, mate. And um, where can people find you? Uh, LionsNotSheep.com, SeanWhalen.com, if you're on social media. Um, I just did a video two days ago. I don't know if you saw the one that's gone freaking viral about the flowers. Uh, I just posted it 
two days ago and it's at like 13.9 or 14 million views. It's fucking nuts, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> if you're on social media, I don't know how hard to find. Awesome, mate. Beautiful. Well, uh, yeah, again, thank you for jumping on. Very wise words. And uh, check him out, guys. He's a, he's a machine. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Good to talk to you. Cheers, mate. See you guys.